Turn in your Bibles to Mark chapter 6. Mark chapter 6. And this is um, the second instance when Jesus went home to his hometown. And uh, first time he went, you know the story, he, he, uh, he got kicked out of the synagogue. They tried to kill him. They tried to throw him over the garbage dump. Uh, at the bottom of a cliff. So this is the second time that he visits home. And uh, it happened to be the Sabbath, and he began to teach in the synagogue. And many hearing him were astonished. Show me what astonished looks like. Can you give me a face? Show me your most astonished face. Let me see. Anyone's? What's, what's, yeah, there's one. Astonished. They were astonished. Their chin dropped on their chest. They were astonished at his teaching, saying, where did this man get these things? Where did this man get these things? And what wisdom is this which was given to him that such mighty works were performed by his hands? They'd heard about the miracles. And, uh, and they said, they were offended. They said, is this not the carpenter? I love that. Is this not the carpenter's? Uh, I mean, this, the, he's the carpenter's son, but in this verse, isn't, isn't this the local carpenter? Isn't this the carpenter? Isn't this the guy that fixed our sink and fixed, built our wall and, and, and rehabbed that, that little addition? Isn't this the carpenter? And they're astonished at his wisdom. Wisdom that allowed him to do the miraculous. And they used, you used a, a Greek word here, you look it up, it's Sophia. This is, this is the same as your name. This is Sophia's wisdom. And um, they said, this guy has wisdom, but the word wisdom here that's, that's unique is it's wisdom to understand the mechanics of the thing. It's, it's a wisdom, I mean, there's different kinds of wisdom. Uh, Paul talked about wisdom being manifold, the manifold wisdom of God, which is many-sided or many-hued. It's, it's like a diamond that has different aspects to it. And so there's different kinds of wisdom. But this particular kind of wisdom, they said he understands something about the miraculous so that mighty works are done through his hands. And I think what a lot of people are looking for is more power when actually they should be looking for more wisdom so that they know how, to, how the miraculous works consistently. There's, there's a way to understand, if God would give you the wisdom, there's a way to understand the miraculous that is just as normal as fixing the kitchen sink or just as normal as knowing how to paint a room. There's an aspect of wisdom that is missing in so many of our lives we're going to spend some time this winter working through some wisdom on healing that will change our confidence level in praying for the sick and dealing with demons. There's wisdom for that. And they marveled at his wisdom. They said, this guy, this guy's the carpenter, yet he has wisdom to understand how the miraculous works. The miraculous things are happening consistently in his life. We need wisdom. I, I had a mechanic uh, one time that astounded me. There's that word again. Uh, I, I'd have him go in and work on my car, and it was almost like 
word of knowledge. It was like he just would listen. He says, it's this. And, and I was amazed how accurate he was because he had wisdom. He had wisdom in that specific area. Some of you have wisdom that you understand. You've taken it apart. You've figured it out. You have insight into how that whole thing works. It could be real estate. It could be any kind of, any kind of skill. But there's a, there's a way to get wisdom to know how this thing works. And Jesus had it in the area of the miraculous. And they, they discerned it accurately. They said, he, God has, he's just a, a local yokel, but he has wisdom to understand the miraculous so that it happens and mighty works are being done through his hand because of the wisdom that he had. How many are interested in that kind of wisdom? Yeah. Paul led the Ephesians into a prayer. Uh, he said, I'm praying for you, and, and he gave them the prayer so that they could pray it for themselves. And I, I, I had huge learning blocks. Uh, uh, wisdom doesn't come from the educational system, as Phil said. It doesn't come from books. It doesn't come from more information. Wisdom doesn't come that way. It comes from God. And it's a, part of it is revelation. And, and I had no education. I, I don't think Jesus had any education. Plus, I had disadvantages. I had different learning blocks that I grew up with and, and uh, some dyslexia in my system that, that made made me think differently about everything. But when I began to read what Paul was saying about, uh, he said, I'm praying for you that God would give you the spirit of wisdom and revelation and the knowledge of him. So listen now, this, this is not news to you, but it's news to most of the people of the world. You can understand God. You can come to a place where you get to know something of his heart and how he works, and you can say, I know God will do this consistently because it's no more mystery to me. I know something about him. I know something about his character, his name, his heart, so that I can bank on this. This is what he will do. And people, mar they marvel at that. For them, God is some big blank screen that is unknowable. No, the Lord actually says, I want you to know me as completely as you're known. So Paul said, I'm praying for you. I'm praying for you, church. I'm praying that God would give you a spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him. You can know God. You can understand the mechanics of what makes him tick, and what makes him react, what makes him do certain things. You can know you can know by experience this is what God is like. That's, that's achievable. Well, when I began reading that verse, I don't know how I, I got it into my heart. I said, I'm going to start praying that. And I began praying it and praying it consistently, praying it daily, just praying it every time it comes to my mind. I had no education. I had learning blocks. I could barely read and write. But I said, wisdom isn't going to come that way. It's not going to come that way. It's going to come by revelation to my heart. And I began praying, saying, Lord, I want to know you. Show me your name. Show me what you're like. Show me, show me, I want to understand you. I want to understand your ways. And God began doing something. I was asking, like Phil said. And aside from all the learning blocks and the dyslexia and all the dysfunction that I grew up with, wisdom began to come into my heart. Because it doesn't come through natural means of learning. I don't, know, I don't know if you've struggled with 
the ability, just a natural ability to learn. You know, when, you're, when you, everything's mixed up backwards, your numbers and, the, and your letters are backwards. And, and, uh, and then when they started throwing letters in my numbers, they lost me completely. I mean, I, mean, I remember when they started doing that in math and I, I bailed out. My mother, she knew I was struggling too, so she joined a support group called DAM, which is Mothers Against Dyslexia. <laughs> and because uh, she had read that three out of every two people struggle with dyslexia. It's not about how smart you are, and it's not about how, what kind of education. And we're not putting that down. We have edu educators right in our room, right here this morning. It's not about that. But there's something higher. There's something more available. There's something more attainable. It's called wisdom. And the wisest man in the world at the time, before Jesus came, was Solomon. He asked for one thing. He says, give me wisdom. And the Lord just gave it to him, made him the wisest man in all the, in all the earth. There was no one wiser than him. And he began to write. Phil was talking about Proverbs. And, and he came up with thousands of them. But he would say things like, wisdom gets out in the streets and the boulevard and cries out and says, come and get me. Come and take me. I'm available. Choose me. Come. I'm available for anybody who will forsake foolishness and who wants me. He, he said, he said uh, wisdom is the principal thing. Therefore, get wisdom. And with your Wisdom, get understanding. He said, choose it more than silver. Choose it more than gold. Wisdom is better than rubies. Some people are seeking to get rich. Well, I think the, the higher thing is to get wisdom, and then the riches just follow. But without wisdom, you just wreck, just, riches will wreck your life. They'll complicate your life. Wisdom is available for you. You're going to have to cry out for it. You're going to have to demand it. You're going to have to go before the Lord and say, I lack it. I need this. I need wisdom. And it's not based on education. It's not based on standing in life. It's not based on how smart you are. Isn't that good news? Amen. Jesus displayed amazing wisdom. They found him at 12 years old. You know the story. I'm not going to give you the whole background to it. But he left the party that was going back home after they had gone up for the feast. And they couldn't find Jesus. And they go back. And three days later, they find him. And he's in the temple. He's, picture a 12-year-old. Wave, wave your hand if you're 11 or 12 years old here this morning. Yeah. Wow. Picture a young lad sitting around all the leaders of Israel. And all the educated men, and they're astonished. There's that word again. They're astonished at his wisdom. And the reason they knew he was wise is because of the questions that he asked. And he'd say, well, what about this? And, how to, and, 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 and he'd come up with a succinct way of asking that it would just boggle their minds. And for days, they're sitting down with a 12-year-old talking deep theology. Can you imagine what that would have been like? And the reason is because Jesus grew in wisdom. He continued to grow in wisdom. 
Moms and dads, there's no reason why your kids can't tap into this. It's not based on age. It's not based on background. It's not based on educational advantages. It's based on a revelation that comes from God. It's a gift. How about this? Proverbs 14.8, if you don't mind throwing that up on the screen. Proverbs 14.8 says, The wisdom of the prudent is to understand his way. Let me break that down to you. The wisdom of the prudent is to understand his way. It, it takes wisdom, listen now, to figure you out. What makes you tick? What makes you do what you do? Why is there a pattern? The word way here is, uh, it, it, it's, like a, it's like a pathway, a beaten pathway across a field where you can see it. The grass isn't growing there because there's been a repeated going back across that field and it's created a pathway. It's created a, a, a dent in the soil. Grass doesn't grow the same. You're just doing it the same thing over and over and over again. If you could figure you out, if you could just figure out why you do what you do again and again and again, man, could you ever help a lot of people? You wouldn't have a degree. You wouldn't have a PhD. In fact, why don't you get a PhD in you? Just figure you out. Why you, why you get angry the way you get angry. Why you're needy in the area that you're needy. Why you have that pattern where you just do the same thing over and over and over again, even though you hate it. You can say, Lord, would you give me wisdom in that? I'm going to stop the world and get off. I'm going to unplug. I'm going to leave my phone alone. I'm going to stop television and games. In fact, I'm going to miss some meals. But here's what I want. I want to know me. I want to understand why I do what I do. I need wisdom in that. Give me wisdom to understand my way. And he will teach you. He'll, he'll take you apart and show you why you are the way you are. He'll show you what went into your development. He'll show you things in your early uh, development that causes you to do that. He'll show you parts of your nature, the fallen nature that came from Adam. That he'll show you why, you why you do what you do, what makes you tick. It's knowable. You're knowable. If you could figure you out by the grace of God, what will happen is everybody you come in contact who are struggling with that same thing, you can say, you know, I, I, I struggle with that too. And, and I cried out to the Lord. I took some time aside, and he spoke to me, and he resolved that issue. And let me give you what he told me, and maybe it will help you. Man, all of a sudden, you're employable. You don't have to put out a shingle. You don't have to put out, get a business card. You don't have to put a newspaper ad together. You don't have to get a, a page. What you do is you just, every time you walk through life and you find someone who's struggling in that area, you can say, you know, there's something that I, I, I struggle with. That. I, I empathize with what you're going through. I cried out to the Lord and he helped me. Can I give you what he showed me? Maybe it'll help you. Next thing you know, education aside, degree aside, next thing you know, you're, you're helping people, you're a counselor, you're making a difference everywhere you go. All you need now is a PhD in you. Well, you can't figure yourself out. You can't do that on your own. 
you need a revelation. You need a revelation from the Lord. You need wisdom. Isn't that what it says? It's the wisdom of a man. The wisdom of the prudent is to understand his way. Why you do what you do. How many are just tired of going around and around in the same old stuff? And it's broken and it doesn't change, doesn't work. It's the same pattern. It's wrecking relationships. It's stressing you out. It's stressing life, uh, making life so that it doesn't work. Why don't you stop and say, Lord, I can't fix this. Lord, I can't change this. I, I don't know me. I don't understand why I do what I'm doing. But I'm asking for wisdom. God, help me. Give me wisdom. And he will. Wisdom is calling out in the street and said, take me, take me, take me home. Would someone just please take me home? Wisdom is, is attainable. That's the most amazing thing about it. It's available with great grace. Let's stand together. That was short. I got 20 minutes on the clock left. But I don't need to say anything more, right? Really? I mean, you know, putting together what Phil said when I am said, you hear God today? I'm hearing him. I'm hearing him. This guy just came in. He's hearing him right off the bat. Let's surrender our hearts. Can you do this? Bow your heart before the Lord and say, Lord, I need you. I need you. There's areas in my life that are so cobbled up. They're duct taped together. I can't seem to make them fixed. I can't fix it in a permanent way. I can't seem to make it work. God, help me. I'm serious enough about this. I'm taking time aside this week. I'm not going to come up for air until you show me why I'm doing what I do. Lord, you promised in your word, if any man lacks Sophia, if any man lacks wisdom, that you'd give it to him generously without finding fault. Lord, I need wisdom. I need wisdom. Help me. Take me by the heart. Lead me. Lead me deeper, further than I've ever been before. Help me to understand my ways. Is that your prayer? Is that your heart? If that's the prayer of your heart, say amen with your mouth to the Lord. Say, Lord, let that be. Let that happen. I say amen to that. In Jesus' name. Now, respond as if he just heard your prayer. How would you respond if he just did that? How would he respond if he gave you what you asked for? Wouldn't you wave your hands to the Lord and say, thank you, Father. Thank you for hearing my prayer. Thank you for doing what I've asked. Go ahead. You can act now. You're going you're gonna to thank him anyway. Why don't you thank him now on the front end of it? Say, Lord, I know you love this. And so I say, I say I'm grateful for what you're about to do. I'm grateful that you've heard my prayer. The answer is on the way. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Bless your name. Amen.
Amen.